Yumadav Beis. We're beginning a brand new, very beautiful and exciting Masechta. So welcome to the old, welcome to the new. And I encourage you to not only do the eight-minute Chazara as a review and as a preparation for the daf, but also join the full daf. There are over 3,000 people that do the full daf, the 45 minutes. You'll join it and you won't regret it. Masechtis Yuma describes all the avoiders of the Kayin Gadol, Ayim Kippur, we're going to be discussing the layout of the Bishamidosh, and everything that has to do with the holiest day of the year, Yom Kippur, and therefore it's called Yuma, the day. The Mishnah begins telling us that seven days before the holiest day of the year, Yom Kippur, you have to be mafresh the Kayin Gadol, you have to remove the Kayin Gadol from his home, from his wife, and bring him into the Bishamidosh, and insert him in a room, in a lishka called Lishkas Parhedrik which is right there in the northeastern corner of the Azara. In addition to that, the Mishnah tells us that we designate another Kayin, just in case the Kayin Gadol sees Tumah, there's another one ready to go. Rabbi Yudha says, not only do we designate another Kayin, we also designate another wife. What if the Kayin Gadol's wife dies? And it says, the Chiper Ba'adur Vat Beisai, Beisai means his wife, a Kayin Gadol must have a wife. And the Tanakhama holds, no. Then if you're concerned that the wife might die, then the second one might also die. The Gemara tells us that not only the Kayin Gadol was Mufrash for seven days, but also the Kayin who performs the Shechita on the Paraduma. The Paraduma, the red heifer, is the cow that we use to burn the ashes and sprinkle the water and ashes on someone who is a Tmei who touches a dead body. That Kayin has to also be Mufrash from his home. And where do we put him? Not right next to the Lishkas Parhedrin. It's called the Beisha Evan, the Bira. Why is it called the Beisha Evan? So Gemara goes into a long discussion. The Tzdukim, the heretics, they believe that a Kayin who performs the Avayda on a Paraduma, he must be completely tar, he can't be a full Yom. That is, if he immerses himself in a Mikvah that day, he has to wait until after sundown in order to perform the Avayda. But Allah is that he does not. So what Chachamim did was, they took a Kayin, and they purposely made him Tomei, either with a Sheretz or another way. And then they put him in a Mikvah, and they had him perform the Avodah on the Paradumi immediately to show that he can perform the Avodah even though he's a Tful even though it's not sundown yet. But then people might come to be Mizalzal and say, look, Paraduma is not that special, you can be Tomei. So therefore, they said, all the Avodahs that have to do with the Paraduma must be done with a Kli, that's not Makabal Tumah, such as a kli that's made out of stone, out of clay, or out of dung. So therefore the whole room is called Beis Ha'evan. Why is this room of the Lishkas Parhedrin also in the northeastern corner of the Hazara? It's to remind the Kain Gadol when he's there, what he's there for. He's there for the Paraduma. The Paraduma is called a Chatos, although it's not really a Chatos, it's not a carbon, but it's called a Chatos. And just like the carbon Chatos, somebody doesn't have very unless he's Mechal Shabbos, he has to bring a carbon chatas. Where do you perform the Shechita and the Kabbalah? All in the northern part of the Azara. So therefore, this room is in the north. Now there's another Allah. The Shechita of the Paraduma is done on Harazesim, facing the entrance to the Beis Hamikdash. The entrance to the Beis Hamikdash is on the east side. So to remind them of these two things, we put his room right there in the northeastern corner of the Azara. Where do we see this concept? of being mafresh a kayin, of removing a kayin for seven days, we see it by the Miluim. When they inaugurated the Beis Hamikdash, the Mishkan for the very first time, Akash Baruch told Aaron and his sons, 
you must separate from your wife, you must leave your house and be mufresh for seven days. And from that pasuk we learn the same halacha in two different places. First of all, by us, by Kain Gadol for seven days, and also, as we mentioned, by Aparad Duma, seven days. The Afrosh has to be for seven days. The Pasik says, La Asois, that's for the Paraduma. Lechaper, at the end of the Pasik in green, is for Yom Kippur. Now, and it can't be that the entire Pasik is talking about Yom Kippur because the Pasik says the word Tziva. And the Torah tells us the same exact word Tziva by Paraduma. So we have what's called Xerish Shava. The two words are exactly the same. And we say that, therefore, this Pasik of Miluim is also referring to a Paraduma. And just like Miluim, there was a Hafrasha separation from the house for seven days, so too by Paraduma. But Yom Kippur also has the word Siva. Says the Gemara that it's better to learn the word Siva from Paraduma because it's similar to Miluim in the fact that Akash Baruch Hu is commanding before the fact. Whereas by Yom Kippur, the word Siva comes after Aaron Akhayin already performed the Avayda. Akash Baruch Hu says, Kasher Siva, like, like I commanded Aaron Akhayin. Perhaps the Pasuk is talking about Karbanais. And before a Kayin does a Shechita on a carbon, he has to separate himself from his house for seven days. The Torah says by carbon, a similar word to Tziva, Tzavoisai. In fact, when we learn Xerish Shava, the word doesn't have to be exact. Not only does it not have to be exact, it could be a completely different word as long as it means the same thing. We see by Nega on the house, the Torah uses the, the word Ubahakayin, and he came, and then the Torah uses Veshavakayin, and he returned. Since it means the same thing, so we can learn Xerish Shava. That's over there because there's no other word that fits in. But over here that we have the same exact word, Tziva, Tziva, there's no need to learn Tziva and Tzavaisai from Karbanis. As we described before, at the end of the Pasuk in green, Lechaper is talking about Yom Kippur, the beginning of the Pasuk is Paraduma. Perhaps the Pasuk is talking about Karbanis. Lechaper is talking about Karbanis. By carbon also is the word Kapara. And that would mean that since the Kohanim are divided into 24 different groups, Mishmaris, who perform the Avaidah, each Mishmar performs the Avaidah for one week. And within that week, we divide that Mishmar into six families, but they have. Perhaps, before that family performs the Avaidah, the Shechita, the Zrika, they have to be Mufresh from their house, seven days. The Gemara tells us, since a carbon comes on every single day, so it's not similar to Miluim, which was a one-time thing, whereas Yom Kippur is a one-time thing and not Karbanis. But perhaps it's referring to Sukkot, which is a one-time thing. And Sukkot has four special mitzvahs. It has Sukkah, Lulav, Arava, and Nusach Or perhaps it's Pesach, which Pesach, the Torah, always starts off with Pesach. So it's very special. The answer is, Miluim was a one-day event. There was seven days of separation for a one-day event. Whereas Sukkot and Pesach, there would be a seven-day separation for a seven-day event and it's not similar. What about Shemini Atzeres? It's only one day. So it'll be seven-day separation for a one-day Yantif. So there's two answers in the Gemara. Rabbi Misharshi says, since the Torah says the word Hazeh, it's Kazeh. It's just like Miluim, that there's seven days of weekdays, and then one day. So too, we're talking about seven days of weekday, and then Yom Kippur, not seven days of Yantif, and then Shemini Atzeres. Ravashi says, that doesn't make sense to be mafresh the kind for Shemini Atzeres, the eighth day, when you weren't mafreshim for the seven days of Sukkot that were beforehand. Have a wonderful day.